bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello, everyone. I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up onto this program, China's job market improves in the first quarter amid steady economic recovery, and high-tech zones in the country show strong growth momentum in the first quarter. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China's job market witnessed stable improvement in the first quarter this year as labor demand grew stronger amid a robust economic recovery. The survey urban unemployment rates dropped to 5.3% in March, down from 5.6% in February and also lower than 5.8% a year ago. And the number of new jobs created in the first three months stood at 2.97 million, up by 120,000 year-on-year. Data from the Ministry of Human Resources and Social Security showed. The employment situation gradually improved and largely remained stable thanks to a smooth shift in COVID-19 response and effective policies to stabilize the economy, Chen Yongjia, an official of the ministry, told a press conference on Monday. So far, localities have held 58,000 spring hiring events to offer 38 million jobs, a year-on-year increase of 12%, Chen added. China aims to add 12 million jobs in cities this year and keep its jobless rate at around 5.5%. China expressed optimism in delivering the annual target, citing favorable conditions from an upward economy to the government's employment-first policies. The Chinese economy got off to a good start in 2023 as the gross domestic product grew 4.5% year-on-year in the first quarter, picking up pace from 2.9% in the fourth quarter of last year and 3% from the entire 2022. Encouraged by the economic rebound, Chinese enterprises became more confident in increasing investment and production, which led to an uptick in labor demand. With the positive trend, China has stepped up efforts to further stabilize employment. A state council meeting earlier this month announced more assistance to college graduates, migrant workers, unemployed people and those having difficulties in finding a job. The number of general college graduates is expected to reach a record high of 11.58 million this year, an increase of 820,000 year-on-year, official data showed. And in order to promote employment and entrepreneurship of college graduates, the ministry has rolled out 10 actions including subsidies for companies to hire more people, expanding the recruitment scale of the public sector, providing services for entrepreneurship and organizing on-site hiring events. Moving on to some regional highlights. China's high-tech zone started the first quarter with strong growth momentum and a number of economic indicators achieved double-digit growth, media reported on Tuesday. Data of Qingyuan high-tech zone in Guangdong province indicated that the industrial added value of the high-tech zone in the first quarter rose 11.3% year-on-year, while industrial investments surged 88.1%. Kunshan high-tech zone in Jiangsu province also witnessed double-digit growth in fixed assets investment of 14.5% to reach 4.53 billion yuan, with which industrial investment reached 940 million yuan, a 20% yearly increase, and its industrial output totaled 38.67 billion yuan in the period. Jiaxing high-tech zone in Zhejiang province saw industrial output up 37.5% to reach 16.57 billion yuan in the first quarter. 
Several Chinese cities have been supporting the development of the compound semiconductor industry as market demand for related fields surge. Wu Xichu's compound semiconductors as one of the five industries it plans to focus on in the future. The city in Jiangsu province also intends to make great efforts to develop the manufacturing of compound semiconductor materials such as gallium nitride and silicon carbide. Changsha in Hunan province will introduce policies to issue a total of 15 million yuan worth of subsidies to support the semiconductor and IC industries, including third-generation semiconductors. And Guangdong plans to set up a 30 billion yuan fund to invest in automotive chips, semiconductor materials, devices, and compound semiconductors, which has already built compound semiconductor production lines in Guangzhou, Shenzhen, Zhuhai, and Dongguan. And Wuhan's Donghu New Technology Development Zone will build a compound semiconductor industrial chain based in Optic Valley, one of China's four IC industry bases. The Shanghai Data Exchange has set up an international board to explore cross-border two-way data flows and encourage collaboration between businesses in China and their multinational counterparts. According to the Chairman of Shanghai's Economy and Informatization Commission on Monday, the international board has nearly 30 listed data products, mainly serving high-level international economic and trade exchanges, cultural exchanges, and cooperation in other fields, according to the exchange. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future A total of 110 GBA standards were jointly issued on Monday by Guangdong Province and the Hong Kong and the SARS as the three sides push ahead with regional integration. The standards cover 25 areas, including food quality and safety, Cantonese cuisine, transportation, mechanical and electrical products, as well as medical care, nursing care, education and e-sport. A cross-border cold chain freight chain arrived in Guangzhou on Monday, completing its first heavily loaded return trip via the China-Laos-Thailand railway. Transporting 414 tons of Thai durian, the freight train departed from Thailand and arrived in Guangzhou, which highlights the deepening cooperation between China's Greater Bay Area and the ASEAN. Next on Industry and Company News, China hosted over 1,800 economic and trade exhibitions with a total exhibition area of 55.76 million square meters in 2022, according to a report released by the China Council for the Promotion of International Trade. A total of 755 exhibitions in the light industry took place last year, as exposed in sectors including food, beverage, tobacco and alcohol, furniture, woodworking machinery and building materials ranked first in terms of the number and the area. In 2022, the Council organized 13 overseas exhibitions, including 12 online and one offline, with the intended deal volume surpassing 70 million US dollars. Chinese internet giant NetEase is suing Blitzer Entertainment for 300 million yuan worth of refunds that a unit is having to pay Chinese players of the US game publishers games after the licensing tie-up between the two companies ended in January, sources said. Shanghai East Net Network Technology paid out funds to over 1.1 million players after Blitzer pulled out of its partnership with NetEase in November last year, rendering most of its highly popular games such as World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Hearthstone and Overwatch no longer available on the mainland from January 24. 
The refunds consist of prepayment for unsold games and advance deposit on the security of undeveloped games. But Blitzer has refused to refund NetEase, the person said. Chinese glass manufacturing giant Fuyao Group published a clarification statement on its official website on Monday, refuting recent rumors that the company's chairman Tao De Wang had attacked Tesla's high salary offers for employees. According to the statement, recent rumors circulating on the internet are completely fabricated, taken out of contact and edited in a malicious way to stir up a public backlash. We are statement was made after articles citing Tao as saying that Tesla's pay rise is malicious because it damages the balance of China's labor market. China's auto market has made over 30% of contribution for Tesla's global sales and over 20% of revenue in the first quarter of 2023, according to Tesla's quarterly report on Monday. The revenue of the U.S. electric car maker reached 23.33 billion U.S. dollars in the first quarter, up 24% year-on-year. Revenue in China's market, the second largest market for Tesla, hit 4.89 billion U.S. dollars, increasing by 5.18% year-on-year and accounting for nearly 21% of overall revenue. Earnings reports express, Tongwei, the world's largest supplier of high-purity polycrystalline silicon materials, reported an increase in annual and the first quarter earnings yesterday. Net profit widened 217% to 25.7 billion yuan last year, mainly because of the hike in polycrystalline silicon prices. Revenue saw 120% to 142.4 billion yuan. The upstream segment of the photovoltaic supply chain remained Tongwei's primary source of income. Tongwei also unveiled its first quarter results, with net profit jumping 66% to 8.6 billion yuan and revenue up 35% to 33.2 billion yuan. Moreover, Tongwei announced that it plans to launch a private placement scheme to raise 16 billion yuan to fund the construction of two new plants with a total annual capacity of 200,000 tons of high-purity polycrystalline silicon in Yunnan and Inner Mongolia, which will nearly double the company's capacity. Lens Technologies shares rose after the Apple supplier reported a gain in annual earnings and announced plans to invest 8.67 billion yuan in the project to expand the production capacity of its main business. Net profit jumped 18% to 2.45 billion yuan in 2022, the company's annual financial report showed. Revenue rose 3.2% to 46.7 billion yuan. Of that, income from the firm's new energy vehicle business stood at 3.58 billion yuan, a 59% jump. Shanghai International Resort, home to Shanghai Disneyland, has raked in over 61.5 billion yuan in tourism revenue since it opened to the public in 2016. Over the past seven years, the resort has seen more than 113 million visitors, according to its administration. The resorts recorded approximately 6.3 million tourists in the first quarter of 2023, an increase of 81% compared with that of the same period last year, garnering over 4 billion yuan in revenue. The number of tourists is expected to reach 20 million in 2023. The resort also plans to hold over 13 major events this year, and the Zootopia theme land is also expected to start operations soon. Switching is financial news. 
China Life Insurance, ten other state-owned life insurers, and one more state-owned fund manager have established an equity investment fund of 33.9 billion yuan, media reported Monday. China Pacific Life Insurance, Taiping Life Insurance, and PICC Life Insurance are among the other investors in the fund, which was founded on April 20 in Beijing. Public data showed. Wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks fell on Tuesday with the benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.3% and the Shenzhen component shed 1.5%. Hong Kong shares also closed sharply down with Hang Seng Index falling 1.7% and the Tech Index lost 3.5%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.